0: Okay, this is Matt McLean for the LGMU Inclusive Curriculum podcast. I'm here with Di Lloyd, uh, my colleague, uh, to talk about uh, looked after children. Uh, Di, tell us a bit about your background and your educational interests.
1: Okay, so I've been a lecturer at John Moores for 10 years. Um, I've worked on various programmes while I've been here. Um, before that I had um, taught for about 20 years um, and very senior roles. Um, my real interest in looked after children, though, has come to the fore since I've um, become to come to live with a looked after child. Um, so um, I've been very involved in it, and I've really learned so much since I've um, I've taken on looking after a kinship foster situation, which we'll talk about a bit more in a minute.
0: Yeah. So what's what are the main things you think a beginning teacher should be aware of uh, with learners? Uh, Who who are looked after children?
1: Okay, well, I think there's two aspects to that. First of all is knowing what a looked after children is. You see this acronym, LAC, Mm. or LAC, uh, next to a name on the register. I think it's important that you know the various reasons that um, a child could come under um, um, a local authority responsibility so um, there's quite some negative perceptions of looked after children and their circumstances and that's not always the case so if we just quickly review those it can be that they're living um, in a short-term foster situation um, and they've had lots and lots of different foster situations which is quite a negative experience for them it could be though that um, they're living in a children's home However, local authorities are, have tried to reduce the uh, use of children's homes over time. And their current thinking is to, first of all, when a mm. child needs to have their needs met away from their parents, that they're actually um, asked the family to do it first. So they're called kinship carers, which is, you know, my personal experience in this situation. Um, so you can um, have long-term foster care. You can have short-term foster care where they're moved around quite a bit, children's home, or my circumstances, which are you're a kinship carer, you're a family member who's agreed to look after this this, this child. How the child becomes a part of a situation where they need to be moved away from their parents is also quite complex, Mm. and I think it's important for teachers to understand what they might be. The first thing is to say that the child is no longer has the parental responsibility um, of their original parents. They're still involved very much but the, local, the responsibility has now been taken on by the local authority. Okay. So the local authority has now the safeguarding responsibility and is asking the foster parents to take that on. So what are those circumstances and they tend to fall into the following categories. Um, Domestic violence in the home, emotional needs not being met, basic needs not being met, and health needs not being met. And they can be a combination of those, or they can be single on their own. So for some reason, um, that's become apparent to the local authority. Social workers have been involved, and a court decision has been made to remove that child from the circumstances they're in into the foster care situation. The other thing to know is that some parents actually agree for their child to be fostered, um, which you may not have been aware of, and I wasn't myself, that some parents actually say, I don't have the skills to do this, and have asked the local authorities to intervene.
0: Yeah. And what would you say the, the main characteristics of a learner who is a looked after children uh, would be?
1: Okay, so um, to me, from my experience, these are the things that I've, I've begun to see. Um, attachment is really important. Um, and I think that we should do some reading on attachment theory. Um, th- their attachment to their parents um, is, can be quite complex. Um, they may have... Uh, a lack of attachment to their original parents um, that may have been a- severely affected and equally they've got attachment issues going on because they're no longer with their original parents so that can cause problems for them um, they are often insecure um, and that leads to insecurity issues so um, they've not had the, the same circumstances that allows them to really thrive their social and emotional needs haven't been met and that then they become insecure. A common thing seems to be, from certainly from my reading experience, is a lack of empathy. Um, I spent quite a lot of time, when I was a pastoral leader, asking children to put yourself in the shoes of somebody else. That's a very complex thing to ask a looked after child to do. Um, and that's partly because Their needs are so consumed about sorting out their own needs that they find that a very difficult thing to do. So asking them to do that is a complex thing to do. They can be suffering separational loss, um, separation from their original parents. They may not know the the, the reason for that separational loss. They may may be not wanting to think about that. Um, They're getting used to a new situation and that can be quite difficult for them. They tend to lack resilience, um, no surprise really, but their resilience has been very much affected. So don't be surprised if you find that they don't want to tackle something again. They find it very negative when they've not been able to do something. um, And it's just purely because of their background circumstances. Mm. Um, And then there's three types of insecure behaviour, which is common. Because of their... um, lack of support and uh, being supported as, as, as young people, they um, either um, shut down altogether, they can say very little, don't want to talk about their background um, and could quite go in on themselves. They can demand attention all the time, which you can say, is this the same situation? Yes, it is. So they can become over demanding of adults, over demanding of their peers um, and demand lots of attention. The third thing they can do is try to take control of situations all the time. This comes from having parents that didn't look after them, so they were put in a control situation. So often they had to look after their own parents or they had to take control of things that... You wouldn't expect young people to have to take control of. So they can become very controlling about situations, but that's because they were forced into a control situation themselves. Having that control taken away from them and now being given boundaries, they find that difficult mm-hmm. to deal with. Yeah. However, some of them have had no boundaries and actually enjoy having boundaries and having secure yeah. security given to them.
0: Yeah. Uh, and what sort of strategies um, work or approaches work with, with looked after children?
1: Okay, so um, from my experience and reading, these are the things that I would say that you need to really be aware of. Nurture groups are very common. You're going to read a lot if you do some research about nurture groups. Um, nurture groups do work, but they are for perhaps the extreme children that we're talking about, the children who do, who have really, really been affected. So they need to be with a nurture group. However, that is not appropriate for all. The new SEND code of practice really makes a big things about quality first teaching so do not see these children as um, low ability um, not able to achieve and not academic in fact that's often not the case um, yes they have social emotional issues but academically they're very able so actually a nurture group is not what they need so i would say support for their social emotional needs Okay, understand that they don't understand they find social situations quite complicated, they might have issues making friends and try and support that. They find the internet quite a complex place.
0: Hmm.
1: Okay, they've often seen inappropriate use of the internet, they can become become very demanding on the internet, demanding of their friends. So be aware of that. Um they um don't always trust adults. As I've said, probably the come from this control situation may have been let down in the past, mm-hmm. so um you need to build that relationship with them, so trust will take time for these for, for looked after children. They sometimes appear to be much younger than they really than their normal age group. I think this is because of their social emotional needs not being met um so therefore they need um the, you know support with integrating properly with their year group and um, you need to support their resilience any opportunities to develop re- resilience and um, any opportunities for positive situations and um, sport and pe those things are really important for teamwork mm-hmm. and working with other people any opportunities to be see themselves in the positive light um, plays, being asked to do things after school, representing the school in any way mm-hmm. um, it's never too late to build resilience um, I've done lots of reading about resilience people think that you can lose resilience you can but if you read about it you can build resilience all the time mm-hmm. um, and self-regulation skills, try to teach them how to regulate their emotions uh, when their emotions are getting in the way to put that aside um, and and have a positive mindset.
0: Fantastic. That's really fascinating, Diane, and really, really helpful. We're, we're going to put some information on where you can read some more yep. along with this podcast and, and you can find out more about this and other aspects of inclusion. Uh, if you're an LGMU student, you can find it on Canvas uh, uh, and also on other episodes on this uh, LGMU Inclusive Curriculum podcast. Thank you, Diane.
1: Okay, thank you.